Hello, Couch Co-opers, Couch Potatoes, and Couch co pens. This is the Couch Co-op Show, the greatest beer, video game, bullshit podcast on the internets. Yeah, no beer today. No, no beer today. And it's just yes. Dave and I. <laughs> hey. And uh, this is kind of a, what you would consider, masterpiece theater edition of the Couch Co-op Show. We are going to uh, talk about, well, I think throughout the entire year we're going to talk about the Mass Effect trilogy. But we're starting, yes. obviously, with the first game, Mass Effect. Yeah, so we both just uh, finished it about a week ago, so it's still fresh in our minds. And uh, I I played it on the Xbox 360 and remember being blown away by it um, when I played it the first time through. And it was kind of interesting how much it stuck with playing it again, probably, what, it's almost 15 years later now. Yeah, when did it? Uh, 2007? 2007 yeah, some, sometime around then, yeah. So I probably played it in 2009, 2010, so maybe not 15 years, but... It was yeah. originally a, a Xbox, it was a 360 exclusive, that's why I never played it. Uh, yep, so I, I had a, it was a big deal. I was a PS3 guy, and uh, so I never got a chance to play it. I did get to play, I ended up skipping it, obviously, and then I eventually did play the sequels um, that we'll talk about later. And down the yeah. down the line, but um, so yeah, I was really excited to like when when the legendary collection came out to like actually visit this game and see what it was like, you know, because I missed it. Um, but yeah, so it's uh, Mass Effect. It was developed by Bioware uh, for the 360 in 2007. And yeah, they the Knights of the Old Republic and a few other games, hadn't they? That were really popular before that. You know, uh, kind of same, similar kind of vein. Yeah, single player action role playing. Yep, third person shooter game. Yep, all the things. So uh, it uh, uses Unreal Engine three. It's good to know. Kind of explains why the characters look kind of wonky sometimes. Yeah, it definitely even even in the remake, it still suffers from that the mid two thousands game kind of jerkiness of motion. Right. Like they're missing a few frames between <laughs> between like positions of the characters. But, I mean, it's still a good looking game for its age. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, once you kind of get past the look and kind of ha the simplicity, I kind of thought was interesting. Like the future games get a little bit more involved when you get yes. going, but this one was like pretty streamlined. You're you're getting into the game. I remember the big problem I had the first time through when I played it is. It doesn't really give you a tutorial. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't tell you about the weapon modif upgrades very well. You know, there's no like, hey, these are these weapon upgrades. You might want to, you right. know, there's continuously use them and look at them. And I remember getting halfway through the game the first time I played through it before I noticed that there were upgrades <laughs> for the weapons. Yeah, they just kind of give it to you and then just expect you to figure it out. Yeah, it's kind of weird like that, but, you know. It's... But then at the same time... I nowadays with tutorials it's like you're in a tutorial for like an hour and it's just like oh. yes yeah there is no real tutorial in this game it just gets on with it yeah it just goes it's like okay here's the story you figure it out man <laughs> but i kind of kind of like that in a bit but then that's also one of its weaknesses like the map system is horrible and right. figuring out where you're meant to go is just oh especially yeah. in the citadel that first level you get lost an awful lot or just the signposting within the levels, like once you get to the citadel, it's just yeah. like, why can't it just tell me where it's going? Like, 
have a sign that says, "Oh, it's over here." You just yeah. expect and you, you can't to... look on the map either and look at different levels of the city. Like you can't look at the different maps of the city at the you same have time, to be right? In the particular area, it's just like I think oh. that, that's probably the biggest weak point of the game. Actually, like later on, it's not so much an issue because most of the maps are very kind Great. of linear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, that first one, just because it's got like three or four levels of map, and it doesn't really do a very good job of connecting them in the map system and then you think you're in the right area but then you kind of move just you do something wrong and then it it takes you to the back to the other place and i'm just like no i think i was in the right spot just a lot of loading and and i get it for the time those consoles didn't have a lot of memory so but yeah if you could look at just like you're in one level and you could kind of look through them it would be so helpful that would have been that that would have been a big help but that's that like i say that's probably the weakest point of the whole game I mean, everything else is. Um, everything else holds up really well today. Uh, the shoot. Like, I mean, I, I would say. That, I mean, the shooting mechanic is fine, but it does have kind of an oldness to it. Yeah, it has a. It's a bit clunky, and like the cover mechanic is not. Not as precise as they are now. Like no, it's kind of no. a. And uh, you basically got three, four main weapon types, and that's it and there's not much difference between the various weapon types other than the damage they deal and how how much quickly it takes to kind of reload and recharge i also felt like the the dial like the way you kind of select that stuff it was also kind of clunkier yeah i found myself holding down the like l1 button choosing my weapon but forgetting to press the x to make it choose Mm -hmm. kind of thing but like it becomes a lot more uh like in games currently it's like a lot just eat, I don't know. It's more. But uh, I did enjoy the I did enjoy the special powers that come from come from that uh, particular. So what did you? Like, what character class did you pick ultimately? Uh, I I was just a soldier mm-hmm. in the end. I lo- I looked it up. <laughs> I couldn't remember which one I was, and I I just started Mass Effect two. So it carried carried my save through to that. Oh right right, uh, which is a cool thing too that we'll talk about at the end. Yeah. Like because you all your choices and everything carry through the all three games so like this kind of a that's something i didn't get to do since i didn't play the original and i played them all on playstation so it'll be kind of cool to see how my choices kind of yeah it's kind of interesting that you can lose characters like major characters though that could be major in the later in later in that get in the first game or in the later games and just like not have them right that's crazy which which ultimately they probably just just they probably just replace it with another character like that, but yeah, but it's still kind of cool. Um, but did uh, you get any romance in your playthrough? Oh yeah, of course. I'm always uh, that's why one of the reasons I love these games. I romanced uh, 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 Liara. I wasn't paying real attention to it, so I don't. I didn't manage to romance anyone on. The- <laughs> yeah, I got the. There's some naked booby action in my uh, stream. Oh, I streamed my entire playthrough. So uh, yeah. So most important question, were you Fem Shep or Male Shep? There's only Fem Shep in my world. <laughs> yeah, same here. <laughs> I don't I, I don't know why. It's just like how I've always that's just how I yeah, am as a gamer. Redhead redheaded kick ass like lady, so my uh I mean we've had old episodes about this and you know, I've always picked female characters. I kinda so, figured. So I'm Fem no, Shep. No for bikinis like, in this one though. No bikinis, but you know. There is there was one suit where the where it really hugged the butt and it was just like whoa it's kind of a crazy butt hugging suit so i run with that one quite a bit 
Yeah. Uh, but uh, no, I I really enjoyed the game. I think uh, the characters, you know, you get your team really quickly, and you I don't know. Yeah, the characters are all different. They're all interesting. They all have they all have really well thought out backstories, and that's that's the other thing about the game in general. Like the I, most of the time, I'm not very interested in the lore around the game. On right. this one, that's like you know, I read most of it, and it's just there's some really cool ideas in there and I like how it develops and keeps going and you find out more and more. Did you notice in the codex, like when we could read it, but there's actually a guy reading it. Yes. Yeah. I, for the primary. I thought that was like, like, I think they do away with that, but like, that was just kind of like, Oh, that's for, for streaming. It's kind of a cool, like thing to have to just like yep. turn that on and then like, just have him say it. I would like do that. Like when I'm just kind of on taking a break for a second, I'll just play this, codex yeah. thing and while you go grab a yeah grab a water or whatever it's just kind of yeah, like beer. what a weird that's kind of funny yeah. it just kind of shocked me that they would waste the time no, i don't know if it's wasted time but just have someone yeah. do that use the disc space for that <laughs> yeah right <laughs> yeah i mean but no i i really like the codec i don't usually uh spend that much time in the you know what it was it, though dave it was oh, should we have this guy read this or should we flesh out the map yeah <laughs> we Let's it's go with the code. Let's go with the code. We've already got it written. <laughs> I don't wonder who that was. That guy, a famous actor. Did you look it up? No, his voice did sound familiar from something. Uh, I had a debate with Alex while he he watched me on one of my streams, and the guy, the newscaster guy that you hear in the elevator at times in, mm-hmm. in the Citadel, we thought that it was the same actor, but his voice was pitch shifted. Ah. We weren't couldn't tell. Yeah. I I did like those little bits. They kind of added to the added to the story and just the like feel of it being a complete world. It did I, feel like a kind of fleshed out universe, even though it's when you lo- actually look at it, there's not right. that many areas and the missions are you know, it's essentially what, five missions. It's only a fifteen or sixteen hour game. Yeah, it's not as long. But it packs a lot of story into it. And a lot of good story as well. So. Who did? What characters did you run with the most? Uh, I was I was with uh, Tali and Garrus. Oh wow! Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I ran I ran with them. Uh, I, unfortunately, I I lost Rex to to the space Nazi, oh my and God. Uh, you know, so I made sure I I lost her later <laughs> on. Um, when there's a choice, They're like that was one of the things I liked about the game. Though it's like there's a mission where it's a choice and. It doesn't matter what you choose. You're going to lose one of your squad mates. Yeah, but you lost two. Yeah, I lost two. Mm. So, I know. So, uh, I, in the beginning, I was running Garrus and Rex. Occasionally, I would run... Before I knew she was a fucking space racist, I was running uh, Ashley. Um, yeah. Yeah, she really doesn't like non-human life forms. Oh my god! She? She, like, because uh, I would do the because like I'm I'm kind of like programmed knowing Mass Effect two and three to like go around and talk to all your you know your people. Yeah. And uh, yeah, you it, go down to the shuttle bay, yeah, yeah. not shuttle bay, the the bay, the, the dock or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, you have a quick chat with everyone, see how's they're doing. And in the future games, they have loyalty missions, which they don't really have in this game. They, yes. They have some side quest missions but they're not important to like your really your relationship with the characters no um but anyway because i'm programmed from the other games i was like okay i had to do this but then it became not really important but i was still listening to them and like she just became worse and worse and like i was just like oh my god okay i'm just i so i really just ran my uh tally and uh uh 
Liara, my lady death squad. So since yeah. I, since I was a soldier all beefed up on shooting and then I had like the technical cuz you want tally for like hacking stuff. Yep. And then uh I had Liara for the biotics to so she would launch people into the air and then I'd shoot them. That's kind of Yeah, I do I do like the different uh like aspects. Obviously Unity is the one that everyone needs to know about cuz that's how you re- you can revive your squad if you lose a squad mate. And that and but I I enjoyed I enjoyed fighting the the uh, what's Rex's race the Krogans is it mm-hmm. yeah I enjoyed fighting them I like I like the fact that they you shoot them and then they go down and then they come back they up they kind of come back up them. yeah you don't like yeah. like put them down for good <laughs> yeah I found that quite satisfying I found I didn't play the game on I I think I just played it on easy I might have played it on normal I, just, I, I think I just played it on normal whatever the default is because I, I I just wanted to play the story I didn't yeah and plus the so that was one thing I noticed the first time round it I had a real real problem beating the matriarch uh when first time I played it I just got stuck and part of it was I'd saved my game just before I went into that room and I had the wrong people on my team because she's a biotic. And, you know, if you don't have the right people, you've got the skills to counter that. So I was really, on this playthrough, I was really not looking forward to this meeting. And then it came and it went. And it was like, it took me second try, I beat it. And the only reason I died on the first try is because she, she hit me head on with a rocket or whatever <laughs> it is that, you know, just kills you. Instant kill. Yeah, I didn't have any. I, I have to look at what my playthrough difficulty was. I should have looked at that. But yeah, um, the game seemed a lot easier to me than I thought it was going to be. So maybe I did yeah, I remember it being a bit more lumpy on the difficulty level on the 360, and that kind of makes sense. I think that's probably part of the remastering is they just let, evened it out a little bit, or maybe they just changed it for modern. I th- I think the only real enemy type I ever had real issues with were those guests that jumped around and when they shot you it and they would they would jam you and then it would like yes they, those yeah, were I the remember what they were called and they'd be they'd be on the wall and yeah. by the time you got your gun up on the wall it was so I would just press the up up direction on those guys and let my team shoot them because they seem to be much better at it <laughs> it was like a it was like a type of geth like some kind of weird... yeah I can't remember what they were called but I know exactly the ones you mean they they kind of like would jump around from the wall to the ceiling to the floor and... yeah very yeah. obnoxious so very flighty and if there could, was like if, yeah if there was like one i'd be okay but like sometimes they'd like throw three at you and then it would just be obnoxious yep. yeah and you'd just be like <laughs> i think there's like one level where there's like three of them and then there's like this other like giant met geth cannon thing it's like outside. Yes, that's the the ruins, isn't it? Yeah, you just in. before you go in, they're like yeah, it's just like before just be- you go in, there's that like geth armature, I think they call yeah, it. Yeah, and like it's just like rocket launcher thing. That I kills died you there a couple times. Yeah, I think I did as well. It was until I worked out, you just needed to hide behind the crates. Hide behind the crates. The way, stay out of the way of the armature and just shoot all the like little right. guys. Played a little slower. You- <laughs> Yeah, once you got rid of all the like rocket guys and the little guys, you you could just dart out, put a few shots in the armature, dart back, and when it shot, you know, and it wasn't too bad. But I started upgrading, and I felt pretty OP at the end, man. I didn't really have any issues. Yeah, I must admit, like the last boss battle, uh, like Saren, was just kind of easy. 
It was like, yeah, it wasn't too bad. And then that last little bit where you're like, the timer's going. I can't remember which level that was, but the timer's going. And oh, you're you driving? Realize, yeah. And the first time you do it, you're like, oh, I've got to, I'll take it slow and I'll destroy all these cannons no, and stuff. That. That firing at me. And it's like, no. really, <laughs> the end level, it's just like, keep going as fast there, as you can. There was a part of me that was like, oh, shit, not a fucking Halo ending. <laughs> It's like, I don't want to deal with this garbage. You know what, though? I will say this. A lot of people have talked shit. I don't know if they fixed it, but, like, a lot of people talk shit about the Mako driving in the original game. I don't know if they yes, fixed it, was, it a little it bit here. Because it, it wasn't too bad game. here. It wasn't It wasn't, It wasn't. wasn't perfect here, but it de- definitely seemed a lot better than what I remember it. Because, yeah, I remember the original game. You'd always be driving off cliffs and stuff because... It's kind of weird the way it does it with the which way your turret's facing, but then if you're going forwards, it works one way, and if yeah. you're going backwards, it kind of works a little different, and I don't know, I can't really describe it, I just know that it's a pain in the butt. Yeah, I feel like you'll get kind of stuck, and then yep. all of a sudden reverses forward now, and I don't know, it's... I remember in the first one as well, you used to get more XP if you killed people outside of the Mako with your team. That makes like, sense. That, Whereas on this one, I think you just got the same either way. Oh, really? So there wasn't as much reason to like get out and it. Uh, come uh, well, I think the level the because... level with the Florian, there's that big long, long piece that you right. go along. Because on the first one, I remember getting out and going into the corridors because there's like bonus stuff and more geth to kill and that kind of stuff. I I just kind of shot him and raced through it. I don't I don't know. So how did you do your upgrades on your characters as you went along? Well. Oh, there was something else I wanted to mention before that. So, like, the, uh, I didn't defeat the Thresher Mall thing. I just, I think I just ran. Thresher Mall? You remember he comes, this big alien thing comes out of the ground early on Mm -hmm. when you first, I think I just ran over there, got the thing, and then took off. I didn't (laughs) really fight it. Did you kill it? I'm trying to remember the Thresher Mall. It's like a giant worm thing that comes out of the ground. I don't even think it's a main mission. Yeah, maybe I didn't do that then. Because yeah, I, I, I didn't. Curious. You know, there's a couple of like side missions and stuff that you can do. Um, oh, that's no. what I was. That, you were talking about the XP. This game. So at the beginning of the game, they tell you that they altered this game's XP to match the other two games because yep. the math is different. Like you earn, you level up higher in the original game than you would. So they do a thing where I don't know. I think that's yeah, how I'm, I think I'm explaining that the right way. But uh, so I thought that was kind of interesting. So maybe that's why they kind of remathed all the XP certain way. I don't know. Yeah, I like that if you had enough Paragon or like uh, non-Paragon. Well, I can't remember what the other the bad side is called. But if you had enough of those points, it gave you options that you could kind of like charm people or bully people into making decisions. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, it's Paragon and where is that? to be around here somewhere but yeah there's like the good and bad basically i think what was that what was and i think what was cool and still held up about the game though really for me was like i remember it was such a breath of fresh air when i first played it that you could choose different ways to complete the missions like you don't have to like there's one where you've got to get garage pass and you can either smuggle some stuff in and get it that way or you can grasp the smuggler up to the authorities and get it that way 
and then there's another one where you've got you've got to get into this particular area and you can either do all the missions for the people that are there or you can just go <laughs> you can just, just go, go in and then they'll right. become the enemies and it's like i just i did i did like that and i did like how the choices you had on some of the like to let things go or burn them to a crisp <laughs> right like how many like it was funny cuz every once in a while like you're kind of like, well, I kind of want to say this answer, even though you know this answer is probably going to get you in trouble. You oh, I know. Want, you just kind of like, because generally I play pretty Paragon. Yeah, so do I. But, but every so often you're yeah, like, you're being a yeah, dick. I just, I just want to answer this. Like, and then you think that's like the cool badass answer, but then something they say something awful. It's like totally not like what you thought. It's like, oh, well, I'm really disappointed in you and blah blah. blah. It's like, well, that's not what the fucking that's not where that conversation was going. Yeah, I wanted to tell you to shut the hell up. <laughs> I think I did that when they made me when they uh, made me and the what is Shepard? She's a not not just a commander, but she Uh, becomes a a specter. Yeah. So when they make me a specter in that conversation when she's talking to all the the people, I I I was like, man, you are being a fucking asshole. And I said this thing, and then it totally oh well. (laughs) And I was just like, well, that's weird. I you know you're kind of thinking that like I don't know, so. Yeah, I just like all the big choices in it, especially at the end choice where it's like, you know, you can be selfish or you can not be, you know, the human race can look out for itself or it can become a full member of the council or somewhere in between, you know, dependent on... It's funny too because like, so when I started the game, I didn't realize I was started romancing Caden. I kind of just kind of hit some selections and so he kind of started romancing me. And so then when Liara came around, I started romancing her and then he started getting upset you know he was jealous so i had to i had to break it up with him liara was cool with it perhaps being a a threesome but caden was not like that so i had to like let him down right just like no you know i think it's so funny that you had like a completely different game to me i i i did do some romancing but i don't think i ever got i didn't never got far enough into it i think later on i was just more focused on like the story and i'd forgotten about like going after every mission you go down to the so i didn't go down after every mission it was like every other one kind of thing and i don't think it was enough to get get the romance juices flowing well yeah because because i then because then so i break up and i'm with liara and we have you know and then at the like kind of the end uh not the final ending but like there's this point where they this is like the mission that leads up to like ashley and caden dying yeah you're on the beach and then like rex is pissed off and like yep. Ashley wants to get rid of him, and I, you know, so I walk. She over. did in my game. That's you know, why see. she she got to die. So I saved him in my game. I was like, I had talked him down. I wasn't silver tongued enough. I don't know. Oh. I must have chose one of the wrong options because I had the options. I just think I chose the wrong one. But she so. was really pissing me off on that beach, dude. And so like when the thing with Caden and Ashley is like, it's just like so I'm like helping Caden do, do the bomb thing, and then he's like, go go get her you know so i want to go and then like you're kind of in the middle on the way there and it's like oh now you have to you're in the middle you have to decide which way you go it was like fuck yeah. the space racist this is even yeah, though i was like this is not a choice i'm going back for Caden. i mean i'm not really into Caden, but like fuck this no, bitch i was like for me it was more like okay you're a repulsive character <laughs> but it's it's kind of cool that the game still has those options and those people out there you know they believe a certain way. It's how they are. Uh, yeah, I mean, what does it say about us? That, you know, 
I don't even can... know. Is there even a way to save them both? I don't think so. I think it. That's one of the big things about that game is there's no there's no option that op, there's no option free that saves them both. You have to choose one or the other, and you're kind of done. It's like one of the only times in my gaming history where I just couldn't be persuaded by the female. Just like, no. <laughs> yeah, your natural in inclination would have been to go for the space racist. <laughs> but uh, so Caden, I saved Caden and everyone, and then and then me and Lee. After that, I think Lea, Liara and I hooked up, and then went nice. for the final mission. And then the final mission was interesting. Uh, it was just kind of. I like I do like actually the outside on the spaceship or whatever that the how the yes, citadel's when moving. You, when you go outside on the citadel, wasn't it? And there's some moving stuff. It's like, oh man, I can yeah. kind of see where like you know the evolution of like maybe like like Titanfall two where the the they do all that kind of moving stuff. Like, oh, we yeah. can take this farther. That was kind of cool. Yeah, I did. I I just enjoyed the game in general. I thought it was it's just interesting. The lore was good. To be quite honest, I kind of liked how short it was in some respects. Mm -hmm. Like it packed a lot of story in, and it packed a lot of like memorable stuff into quite a short game. But it's not like but, the short. I mean, if you think about like first-person shooters, yeah. at about eight, you know six to eight yeah. hours. I mean, you know, fifteen to sixteen hours is a pretty. It's like a solid game length. I and think. I think some, in some respects, that's part of its charm is because it is fifteen or sixteen hours. You could go through and play again and choose, make different decisions and different choices. Mm -hmm. You know, whereas I feel like the later ones when the 40 at 30, 40 hours, it's like, to be quite honest, I'm not going to go through again and try all the different options. I do. I feel like the ending is kind of weird because like, you know, you defeat the boss and then Shepard, you think Shepard might be dead, but then she's there and she's like, she's yep. okay. And there's kind of a little bit of like a ending, but then she's just kind of standing there in front of space. Then the credits roll. And you think, oh, oh, cool. Then after that, I'll just pop back into the game and finish some side quests or whatever. Nope, yeah. can't do that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. It is. It's kind of old school in that it's not open world, is it? It's like once you've once you've gone through that particular mission checkpoint, that that's gone. It's like, like really, and it's like well, that couldn't have been that hard to fix. I mean, there's you could still just be femshep out there fixing the universe i mean there's some little things on some other yeah, especially planets. all those side quests mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. those planets that you could go because there's a lot of planets i didn't explore and i mean i know there's a bunch of little side missions out there that when i played it the first time around that you know i actually went and did some more of those side missions partly to get the xp so that i was high enough level that it wasn't impossible to do the right. to the story you know it's it's funny too knowing what's coming in the next games, uh, like how they they took little simple things and then just kind of bloated it up. Like you used to just like find minerals. Well, in the next yep. game, you have to do this thing where you, you know, kind of scout the planet and figure you know find them, and it becomes another mini game. Or like yep. the the hacking in this game is pretty basic where you just kind of hit X and yep. triangle. It's just X triangle, in the circle next, square. In the next yeah. game you have like two different type of hacking games that are kind of bizarre. And it's just interesting yeah. like they start kind of fleshing it out and then better the or worse. One, they also kind of simplify the weapons. You don't get the upgrades and stuff. And But then they also bring in other things like you, yep. you get the the uh thing of a bobber on your arm like everyone the has it yeah. oh yeah the what's it the uh, not armature the glowy yellow thing 
Chloe Orangeing. What's that called? I forget oh, what it's yeah. called now. Omni Tool. Omni Tool. Yes. Like everyone has one because it has it becomes a weapon. Yes. Yeah. But uh, yeah, because I was like I was kind of like confused because I was like, why can't I have one of these? I remember having one of these in the other games, and so oh, I didn't pick the right class to use it. Oh, okay, interesting. Hmm. Yeah, you have to <laughs> you have to be the right kind to have it. <laughs> but uh. Yeah. Yeah, I felt you know it handed out weapons at a good pace. I'd like you know. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Sp- I wasn't always like spending all my time in the weapon tree, but by the same token, I would go in there pretty regularly and upgrade to different weapons. And then I kind of really enjoyed putting the upgrades on them to get you know health regeneration or whatever. It's one of the few and- games I really love the shotgun. I had this like really powerful. I don't remember what it was called, but there's nothing I like more than just running there and popping him in the face. It's just like yeah, very rewarding. <laughs> yeah, I didn't like the sniper rifle on this game. I tried it for a bit, and it was just too too clunky and didn't load very well. Didn't feel very good. And oh, just... you, know, you know what weapon I didn't like? I didn't like the grenades. Oh yeah, the grenades are terrible on this. I just the like... only time I used them was when that level where the Forian, the plant, big the, plant, the gas got... stuff. Yeah, 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 gas. yeah, and you don't want to, you kill don't want to kill the colonists, so you knock them out. Although to be quite honest, I ended up just running up to mo- running up to them most times and just smacking them to oh, knock really? them out. Oh, yeah, because cool. I ran out of grenades and it was just easier to just take the damage, run up to the free behind the barrier and smack him with the butt of your gun, <laughs> knock him out. So I managed to do that mission without killing anyone. But in general, man, I just did not dig them. Yep. Like, uh, so st- I, I couldn't understand. I, I couldn't really figure out how they worked properly. Like you, there was no like sense of where the, they were really going. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't have a very good depth. They just look like you'd thrown like a mini Frisbee off. And it just keeps distance. going. Yeah. And yeah. Then- there's no arc or curve. It like just, floats yeah. along i'm just like all right uh, yeah, yeah. So i hate it i didn't like him and i feel like in the next games i used them i would use them quite a bit so like i was just kind of lost about that mechanic yeah i thought it was fun. yeah i must admit i really enjoyed the like the choice with the rachni later on the like oh. bug things and you find the queen and it's like you can either kill them or let them go you know what's funny wish- i uh i saved it so did I. I let it go too, and because I kind of felt sorry for it. And it's kind of funny I'm, though too. I, that must play out because I remember them being Rachni. But I guess if you killed it, there wouldn't be Rachni in the next. Yeah, because there would be no more eggs. Although it said, although if you read the lore and the story, it says that that like they'll, if there's no queen, they'll become a queen. If you know what I mean. Oh, I got you. I think I want to say that's. So there's or a maybe I'm just thinking of aliens. Maybe oh, well, there you go. That's but, fine. But yeah, I I like to I like that, and I really enjoyed uh, I really enjoyed like the matriarch as well, and how she was kind of like she she was under the spell, but then she was she was kind of fighting it and wasn't, and all the rest of it. I also remember just being in the first game. I was I remember when you first meet her. I'm like, who is that voice? And then figuring out it's the uh, I can't remember. Her name, but she plays Diana Troy in Star Trek: oh, Next Generation. Yeah, 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 okay. I believe it is. Anyway, um, she's very booby too. Yes. Yep. <laughs> of she's course. Uh, of course Ian. Of course she those, is. Those those, are, those uh, ladies. Yes, the space alien, attractive space alien ladies. 
Uh, did you get a lap dance? I got at least one lap dance down in the bar. No, I didn't actually. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> you you of course found all the uh, you know. All well, the, there's a the... mission where you have to talk to some guy, and he's and I was just like kind of walking around the bar. It's like, oh, you can sit down and get a kind of a little show. When I was talking to him, he was having the lap dance, and I was looking <laughs> at it. But you know, I didn't get my own personal one because I'm cheap like that. <laughs> I don't think it cost me anything, but uh, yeah. It's funny. Oh, what kind of club you like then? The, oh, there you go. It's, it is funny how like the uh, like you go into these clubs or like the Citadel. It's just so basic looking. I know it's the time, yes. but it's just like wow, we're in like this <laughs> just yeah. shiny room. Yeah, the walls are like there's no texture on the walls or very little. It's like, I mean, yeah, it does look a bit basic. I do feel like at least for this as a legendary edition they it didn't feel like they'd done that much to it right well, they just kind of like clean some stuff up and like maybe yeah fix some mechanics. i think i think i think they fixed some of the mechanics and the gameplay a little and then maybe up res the textures but they didn't increase the number of polygons on the models or right, anything right. like that it was still you know the xbox 360 game 100 percent I could see yeah. that. I I remember you playing it. I remember like you were playing it way back then. Like J- yeah. Jared and I came over for a game night or something. I just remember you playing through it. Yeah, I, like... I I was I think that was one of the first games. Obviously, first game I got for the 360, I think was Halo or Halo, you know, whatever the Halo 2 or 3 or whatever it was that was out then. And then this was one of the other ones that some guys at work were like, "Oh, this game's really good. You you'll really enjoy it." And so and they, they were right. <laughs> it is funny, like thinking like this game had ha, this game created a uh, you know a big franchise, and yep. th- to think that this is like this like masterpiece in a sense. But like you, when you play, it's like oh, it's just a, a this is just a game. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't feel. I think it's the next one that really kind of is what yes, is what I mean, makes it become the but. It's interesting to see where it started, I guess. Oh, I, I mean, the other thing was, obviously, I finished playing this game and started Mass Effect 2. That's a 2010 game. And you look at what a difference three years and a massive budget has done just graphically and for the acting. I mean, it's day and night, really. You know, I, I'm guessing this first game was not a massive budgeted game, which is part of it. So... But by the same token, I mean, all the bones are there. Everything's pretty dang dialed in. I mean, it feels like a really good game. It still it still plays like a good game, and it's fun, and it's interesting. And You're also really knowing how, where the game goes. So when you're, like, playing the story, you're learning the lore, how it is really just building the world. Like, you really know that yep. they're building towards the next game because they are definitely putting stuff into the game that you are going to see in the next game. You know, you're like, I can't, yeah. I, I'm, I'm forgetting one of the big things, but uh, I just, I kept thinking, oh, yeah, that's going to come in too, and that's going to happen, and it's like, it's kind of cool. Yeah, I just like all the choices choices you have and and the fact that I think before that you had games where you had choices, but they didn't really affect the game. Right. Like, you know, I'm the choices I made, I lost two main characters. <laughs> like, you know, and it's like most games never made you made you choose to be quite honest. And just the fact that you could go multiple different ways on a mission to get to the same objective was it's just 
still refreshing actually because a lot of games kind of put you on the rails and you've got to choose the right options to complete the mission there is a i think because when i played the because i played mass effect 2 first i think when you play that game for the first time and you haven't played the previous game it gives you it makes you answer questions about basically the questions you did in this game that you answer it kind of like goes through a list it's like well this is kind of a, the scenario and who would you who would you choose but what side would you side with? And so then the game decides, then it builds out the game. Yeah, it as kind if, of builds out by a questionnaire based on the first game that you've not played. Right, as if you, yeah. You know. And so it's it's kind of cooler to have, like, now going through it and having played it. It just, I think it's going to be more of an, uh, in, you know, involved or I'm going to be more uh, invested. Yeah, I, th- I think really what, like the lore and the story and the acting and everything's all there in the first game and the second game they just they kind of smooth out some of the mechanics like the upgrades to the guns and the and the leveling up becomes a lot simpler it loses some of the some of the kind of more rpg elements that are in the first game or they they get kind of they they're made a little more accessible and sensible but the first game pretty much does have does have everything that goes on into later later games in the series. So when this is you know when you're upgrading your characters, do you only upgrade your character or do you upgrade them all? Like my OCD is like once I a leveling up happens, I'll do the I'll go back oh, to the I ship. I love them all up. I love to like level them all up, even though I never well, use them. Level, you could level. Oh yeah, I did. Actually, I know what you're saying. No, I didn't. If I didn't level them all up unless I was using them, and I did flit around the characters a bit. So. <clears throat> You know, if I hadn't used someone for a mission or two, then as soon as I got them, I'd level them up. But I didn't level them all up, like, every go-round, you know. I would do that. Even the space races. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you level them? I, I ended up just using the auto-level up, to be quite honest, because previously when I played through this game, I did, and that was the other reason I got stuck on that matriarch, was when I played it previously, I used my level-up points for in the wrong way i can't remember what i how i leveled my characters up but needless to say i got to a point where it was like oh i'm really weak with this particular weapon and that's the weapon i need to kill right you know right this particular boss or whatever uh where was it so leveling up characters yep uh i would i didn't do auto level i but i did like so like I knew hacking was going to be a big deal, so I leveled up hacking a lot. And then biotics. I knew I didn't want them to use certain weapons. So unless those weapons gave perks to things that... So then I wouldn't really level up handguns or sniper rifles because I wasn't really digging them. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I was the same with my character. I did auto-level up, but when it came to the weapons, I definitely... I really enjoyed the rifle, so I just leveled that that up because that was my weapon of choice and then whatever the perk was for like dialogue i made sure i leveled that up quickly so i could get those yeah choices. to give you the extra extra choice the red and green choices yeah yeah yeah. so yeah that's kind of where i was um and then i i enjoyed that specking of character stuff so did, did you do enough side missions on the colony mission to that the colony survived or did it collapse after it that's the one with the forian i think they the survived yeah, yeah, yeah. You, no. yeah there's a, you get some batteries and mm-hmm, some mm-hmm. other stuff, yeah. I don't you have to it. get, like, enough mission points, essentially, for it to 
Otherwise, they'll kind of just go, no, we're going home. This, we've had enough of this planet. <laughs> right, right. No, I, I don't think I lost any... Uh, yeah, the only person I really lost was Space Racist. I think that's yeah. the only real negative thing which is, wasn't that yeah, negative. I remember on my first playthrough, I didn't lose Rex. And I was, I must admit, I was quite shocked because she just kind of shoots him while you're out in the middle of a conversation. And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't ask you to shoot him. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah. And then I was really angry at her and she's like, well, whatever. <laughs> I was just like, right, that's it. You're gone. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. Like, because, you know, Rex is all teed off that the right. Geth have this virus that allows the the Krogans to reproduce normally right. or somewhat normally instead of one in a thousand. And then she's just like, no, you guys are, you guys are like cockroaches of the universe. And I'm, you I, know, so I kept telling her to shut up, but, and, but Rex still got mad and he walks off. So I guess <laughs> he doesn't walk off in your game. He gets shot. No, she just comes up behind him. He's like, getting, he's getting all upset and stuff. And then she just comes up behind him and nails him in the head with the pistol. Oh my god! Like, yeah, it's like really abrupt. It's you know, because it's not like you're having this conversation and then you call her over and you're like, "Do it, put him, put him down. He's no good." Oof. It's like no, she just comes over in her own volition. She can't, you know, space racist that she is, and just executes. Jesus. I like Rex too. Oh. Yeah, I know. So do I. <laughs> I was really annoyed. I didn't go back though and uh, yeah. shoot, make some other choices. I was like, nah, I'm going to play this game through the way I'm playing it through. You right. know, I wasn't actively trying to follow a particular mission path or a character path. But yeah, Rex was always one of my favorites in Mass Effect 2. So I was like, I was kind of annoyed that he died. But oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's space racists for you, you know? They just lose cannons. You never know what they're going to do. Well, I'm yeah. sorry, Dave. <laughs> no, but that's what makes it a good game. It's like, you know, that kind of stuff happens and you're just like, whoa. It's funny. I played the second one like three, two, three and a half times, I think. I think I tried, I think I, I tried to go for the platinum where you have to do it on like super hardcore difficulty and then just oh, got, yeah. said, fuck that. I can't do it. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't go for any trophies on this playthrough either. Like, I'm sure there's, you know, there's like trophies for completing five or ten missions with a particular character type, and I got a couple of those, but that was mainly because I liked the particular characters I was using, not because I was aiming for them, so. It's not a particularly hard platinum, the, the first one. No, no. I think what made it complicated was because it's the Legendary Edition, all the trophies are kind of smooshed into one big trophy list like i mean it does tell you which ones are for one and which ones are for two and so on but right and i think they have separate ones for just the legendary edition because it does show up it shows up the single game and then it shows up the legendary edition i don't know yeah i don't know if they added needless to say i'm glad they i'm glad they re-released it for modern hardware yeah and from what i've seen so far on mass effect 2 from from that game onwards, it it holds up as a modern day game. It's just know? something I've always really wanted to replay the trilogy after you know after like kind of fighting with Andromeda and having my issues with it and kind of then mm. finding the fun in it and then kind of falling in love with it at the end. I was like, ah, I really want to go back, you know. Yep. So, well, uh, I don't really have anything else to say. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking it probably be two or three months before we have Mass Effect Two because that's a bit of a longer game and uh, and you know we're you know. 
We have other things we're doing, but we'll get to it. Games. I haven't started it yet, so I, I I was thinking I'd probably start it next month. I started it, but I I don't even think about the prologue. It's just introducing characters right. again. It's a lot longer game, but yeah, you'll be surprised. The graphical jump between one and two is pretty amazing, considering it's only three years. I mean, that's two thousand ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And cool. then just just what difference? Like the they smoothed out, you know. It's just a lot more polished. It's kind of like I could imagine Mass Effect One would be this a very similar game to it if they'd had a bit more time and budget to polish it. Right. It's kind of the thing with like new, like franchise yeah. new IPs. They kind of like don't give it the money until oh wow okay. This I have to be- say though, for a first for a brand new IP and everything, they really knocked it out of the park on this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is. It reminds me of like the first Halo and what a breath of fresh air that was when I played it. And you know, this is one of those games again that's similar. Same with same with Metal Gear Solid Two. You know, that was another game that blew me away at the same time. It's just like a really strong world building, you know. And when, yeah. that, when that happens, then it's just really easy to buy into it, I think. And then you know, all the game mechanics, the kind of. I mean, yeah. I think I think uh, Dragon Age. I mean, their other game was Dragon Age. I think Dragon Age is before this. Yeah. So, I mean, they were obviously, and then what, Knights of the Old Republic or whatever. Or... I feel like the story is complicated, but it's not too complicated. Like sometimes, sometimes these stories that get to the point where I'm playing a game and I'm like, okay, this guy, you know, double cross this guy, who double cross this guy who's, you know, his brother and all the rest of it. And this game, it's like pretty, pretty like, you know, you could probably just sum the story up in a sentence or two. Right, you know, but then then there's a lot more, a lot more world uh, behind those sentences. But well, you basically have this one dude trying to usher in yeah. this other species, but then yeah. ultimately that species is that the or the the evil bad guys are still coming. Yeah, the reapers. Know? The reapers. Yeah, 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 yeah. The reapers are still coming. They basically come every fifty thousand years or whatever it is, and like so. Kill all the kill all the biologicals. Although one thing I did think was kind of funny and disconcerting, I remember thinking this the first time I played it, was when she has the vision. When you have the visions of the Reapers, how it's got like it's got that like very nineties oh. kind of horror flash, right? Like circuit boards with blood dripping all over them, and it, it just kind of it kind of makes me laugh a little bit because it's kind of a little. It's, it's like, like an low, FMV low video. Blood, it's like yeah, it's like low budget horror movie that you would expect to see on like you know a Sega CD game or something. But like, why are we seeing actual flesh? Like, yeah, versus why wouldn't it be? It yeah, seems no, like... it's not. It's not computer generated. That's what gets me. It's like it. It's obviously someone with a video camera, and it it reminds me of those like you know early FMV games and stuff. Like, but, is it supposed to be me or something? Like, I don't understand. Yeah, yeah I don't know. But yeah, I, I got you. It kind of pulls you out in the sense that, like, are we... yeah, kind of funny, kind of funny though as well. You know, it's part of its charm. It's of its time. They put, I bet they struggled with that. Probably, they probably kind of weren't sure what the fuck they were doing there. <laughs> yeah, they that they needed they needed something of the visions, but they needed them to make kind of no sense, but some kind of sense. In relation to the story of basically biologicals versus, you know, robots, silicon life, yeah, robot life, robots, so. robots, robots. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, anyway, so, I mean, would you would you agree that do you think this? Well, is this game a masterpiece or is this just a really 
well-made game? I would I would say it's a masterpiece because I mean we started with the worst things we could say about the game, which was the the map system and you know the the gunplay is not as great, but the story and the you know it's just it's a lot of fun and it's memorable. Mm -hmm. So I would say yeah, it was a masterpiece. Yeah, at least I would say if you haven't played it, you should. Oh play yeah, it, this is a must yeah. play. This is hundred percent a must play game. I think. Um, yeah, I think you know. It, you know yeah, if you haven't played Mass Effect, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, this is a great story. If you like, if you like sci-fi, I mean, this the story's worth it alone. Yeah, hundred percent. Cool. So, so uh, yeah, we'll be doing Mass Effect two in probably a couple months or so. Three, yeah, two and or if, three. if you missed out on the Legendary Edition, uh, on it was on PS Plus the other month. If you missed out, I believe Best Buy and GameStop have it for sixteen dollars, twenty dollars on disc for the PlayStation 4 so which will run on your PlayStation 5 so and you can you can find, join us in this epic journey you could probably find the original versions too you know actually yeah I was in Goodwill <laughs> last night and I was looking at the video games and there was a copy of Mass Effect and I was like I don't need another copy yeah but it was funny we got it, we we got it for free on PS Plus uh like like November or something maybe like that yeah. Uh, September, November, I don't know, somewhere in there. And then for Christmas, my cousin gave it the trilogy to me, the legendary version on Steam. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so I, like, well, I have it twice now, but I'm, I don't really. Are you going to play the next one on Steam or but nah, are you going to PlayStation it all? I'm just going to PlayStation it all. It's more comfortable. Oh, no, I'm streaming it. So it's easier for me to. I'm not. I'm actually running it on PS4. So uh, yeah. it's just easier to stream with my computer since I only have one computer to stream if i had like two computers to stream like one's the streamer yeah. and one it's just kind of hard to switch between the streaming and the game yeah. sometimes i'd be interested to for you to at least boot it up on the steam and just see if there's graphical differences so there probably is and then i i will probably at some point play it or at least parts of it because there are mods for mass effect so yeah ian can go be weird ian <laughs> <laughs> but that's a story for another time <laughs> yeah, yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if there's an up-res texture pack fan created because this game is like, yeah, it does have a lot of fans. So, I uh, know, Dave. I just want to run around nude. Uh, of course, that's all I want to do. Anyway, all right. Uh, that's uh, I think that's it for now. That's our Mass Effect, uh, Mass Effect One. Uh, yeah, podcast. Uh, uh, I can't say it, I, I can't say it enough. If you haven't played it, you should play it. And even if you have played it, it's it holds up on the second playthrough. Yeah, and so. if you you know if you played it on the 360 and got the achievements, get it on PlayStation and get the trophies. If you're a trophy hunter, at least it gives you another something to do. I don't know. There's thing. There's. I wouldn't just, say I wouldn't say that the uh, necessary. I haven't having not played the first one, but I you know the kind of remastered part of yeah. it. I wouldn't say. I don't know if they. This game doesn't feel like they did a lot to it. But yeah, and if you don't want Rex, if you definitely don't want Rex to die, just don't take him to. Viramir, the water world. <laughs> I thought you had you, to. I think you have to, so, but you you, I'm not sure. Just be careful what you say. <laughs> yeah, be careful what you say and watch out for space races because it doesn't really matter what you say. Yeah, because um, I think everyone's on the beach there. Yeah. I, I think everyone's hanging out. Yeah, I think they are actually, yeah. And you go around and talk to him. Maybe, maybe you sh should have just not talked to him, but I think <laughs> that's not an option either. <laughs> yeah, there is a mission where you have to like, smooth things out with Rex. Yep. Yeah, because he's teed he's off. He's, the get, he's like the Geth have done more <clears throat> for, for my race than you guys have because right. 
you and know, I just you told him you won't yes. destroy this I just, I just kept telling him you need to trust me or something yeah, uh, something along those something along those lines him. oh really that's weird <laughs> but maybe um, I hadn't romanced her enough you know I don't think you can romance her unless you're a dude uh, I don't think she's a a lesbian well maybe I had to romance Rex some more you know can you romance Rex in this game? No, I'm not sure. I, don't know. I didn't. He obviously wasn't around long enough in mind to find out. <laughs> I know you can romance him in the next yeah. one, I think, because mm. I remember. Yeah, you can work your way through the whole crew if you want. Actually, I think there's a trophy for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not Rex. Rex shows up later in the game, though. The The Krogan in part two is a different character. Oh, maybe it is. It's uh, it's not Rex. It's his different name. Yeah. He's like a kid. He's like a younger Krogan. But Rex shows up. So what's going to happen is Rex is not going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Cool. Uh, well, I want to... Oh, thanks, Dave, for joining me and playing along with me. Yeah. This could be just very... Thanks, it could have been a very... Uh, just me talking by myself for a half hour. <laughs> nope. Nope. Wouldn't so let you do that. It's nice having someone to bounce stuff off of. So... Cool. Yeah. Uh, we're the Couch Co-op Podcast, and uh, we're on all the platforms, and you should be yep. able to... You know, at this point, you should be able to find us. I, I don't know. I get tired of saying all the shit. I don't know. I, I haven't thought about it, but I've got to ask one quick question. Oh. Is there a beer you'd pair with this game? Oh, oh okay. Yeah, well. Mass I, Effect. Hmm. Um, I, I, I would think a tasty lager. Tasty lager is, but you know, I I could uh, what kind of Stella Artois? Stella, there you go. Because <laughs> of the name, it's in space. Stella, it's in space. Stella, 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 like Plus, space torture a, porn. Uh, a great, a great beer to go with a great game. There you go. That's true. Uh, I was trying to think of something like more like there's got to be some kind of space based beer name, but like Ecliptics. Uh, yeah, they, they have, have a bunch one. Of beers. Like, they have one called Phaser and a couple of others. That... And they're kind of space centric. Yeah, they always have like little comets and planets and stuff on the cans and name them after stuff. So, yeah. Whatever beer you like, whatever beer you think is a masterpiece is what you should drink with this game. Yes. There you go. Yep. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, on that note, we're out. Uh, couch Co op. I'm Ian. That's Dave. I'm Dave. Be excellent to each other. Brr!